1: Welcome to the January installment of Community Focus, presented by the Friends of MCTV. I'm your host, John McPeak. Every month, the program features news about upcoming activities in the greater Midland area. This month, our guests include folks from D Street Music Foundation, and All Music is Power, Creative 360, Arnold Farms, and the Midland Daily News. Joining us today to lead off our program are Beth Hostler, our representative from D Street Music Foundation, and Mark Lyons, the co-founder of All Music is Power. Welcome to Community Focus. Thank you for having us. (laughs) Now, D Street Music Foundation and All Music is Power, they're separate organizations, but you're joining forces for a fundraiser. Uh, Beth, tell us about that band roulette event.
2: Yeah, uh, Jeff Poyer started Uh This will be the fourth year, and it takes place at the State Theater in Bay City, mm-hmm. and it's on January 26th from 9 to or 5 till 9 p.m. And what they do is they take local musicians, throw their names in a hat, and they draw them out, and they put them up on stage, and then they give them a song to play. And it's a lot of fun because you don't know who really knows the song or who doesn't, and you get some mistakes. (laughs) Uh, But it's just a good time to be had by all, and everybody enjoys the event. that's January 26th. That's a Sunday. That's a Sunday. And
1: uh, the... uh you have tickets available? Are they available now or are they available at the door?
2: They're, uh, they might be available at the door. In the past, they have sold out. Mm. Uh, the tickets are available online at the uh, statetheaterbaycity.com. It's $10 a ticket, and you can order your tickets right now. Now, you mentioned that it's a, a random draw of the musicians that are standing there waiting to
1: play and, and, and shout out a name and give us a song. Uh, who are some of those mu- musicians that are going
2: to be there? A lot of the local musicians will be there. Um, God, I'm not really sure who's on the list this year, and Jeff, I think you just sent that out, <laughs> and I didn't take a peek. I wanted <laughs> to be surprised, so I can't say for sure. So everyone will be surprised. That's <laughs> <I'm> right. <losing laughs> the musicians right now. No, I think they know. I'm just, I, I, I don't try to peek too hard, too far ahead on those things. <laughs> You, this will be the fourth annual? This will be the fourth annual for this. What's been the attendance? You mentioned it was sold out. Uh, and we holiday. have; They have sold out at least the last two years, and I know that people were looking forward to this year, and I imagine it will be a sellout crowd again. And the attendees at the previous events uh, obviously are happy about it and keep coming back? The- yes, they are. Oh, yeah, people have a really good time with this. I mean, because it's a lot of friends and family, but just people helping to support the event because it does help Uh, the D Street Music Foundation, and AMP this year, which is All Music
3: is Power.
1: Well, Mark, tell us a bit about uh, All Music is Power and how you use the proceeds from the fundraiser, Vandrelette.
3: Yeah, John, uh, AMP is an interactive music series. We go around the state of Michigan and provide free concerts to schools who provide special education services. So, um, we've been doing this for about four years now. I think we've played in front of almost 4,000 students. So, events like the band roulette um, help us uh, keep going out to the schools because we're a nonprofit 501c3. So, every penny helps um, provide us to going out to another school.
1: And the students that you reach there are what, uh, elementary?
3: Uh, what? Yeah, uh, K through 26. So, when we go out to a school, it's usually a center based school. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we usually play in front of about 200 students at a typical concert.
1: A fundraiser like Band Roulette provides some proceeds, but you also have uh, sponsors for each or uh, uh, multiple programs?
3: We have many grants that come in throughout the year. Um, Many of our grants are a matching one-to-one grant, Mm -hmm. so uh, the event Band Roulette is helping us match some of our grants. Um, And All Music is Power, we we believe that uh, no matter what your disability is, um, music is a universal language. Mm -hmm. So we truly believe in our program.
1: Now, how can one contact you to find out about a concert, to uh, arrange for a concert, or to get information about sponsorship?
3: Yeah, uh, that's real easy. If you go to allmusicispower.com, all of our contact information is on there. Um, it's very basic. You can email or call me, and we set up uh, You know, if you want to have an uh, event at your uh, school or if you would like to help sponsor us.
1: Well, Beth, how does D Street Music Foundation use the proceeds from the concert?
2: Well, we use it in several different ways. Uh, right now, we're concentrating on our scholarship program. Uh, we will be offering out a scholarship at the Band Roulette. Uh, that, uh, the due date has already expired at this mm-hmm. time. But our next one will come out uh, at our Parkapalooza in June, and the scholarship deadline for that one will be May 1st. And those are $1,000 scholarships? They're $1,000 scholarship. And what are some of the uh, criteria? Mainly we look at people that are involved in music and looking forward to continue their music background, Mm -hmm. either through school, teaching, or just in the community itself. And that's what our main goal is looking forward to somebody that's still pushing forward with the music. So someone that's interested in an
1: application form, how do they find out about that? Or how do they get the form or how do they find out more information about the scholarships?
2: They can go to dstreet.org and we have a scholarship site there and you can get the cover letter and fill that out and Proceed to send it in to us, and we go from there and look at all our applicants.
1: Well, tell us again about Band Roulette, where it is, when it is, and uh, how to get uh,
2: information about it. Okay, Band Roulette is on Sunday, January 26th from 5 to 9 p.m. It's $10 a ticket, and it is available at the State Theater uh, in Bay City, which is the statetheaterbasecity.com.
1: Well, Beth, Mark, thank you for appearing on. Community focused to give us information about your organizations and your upcoming fundraiser. Our next guest is from Creative 360 with information on our winter programming schedule.
2: <music>
1: this is Community Focus, a presentation of the Friends of MCTV. Our guest in this second segment is Deb Cole, the Marketing Director at Creative 360. Deb, welcome to the program.
4: Thank you, John.
1: Well, it looks like Creative, the Creative 360 calendar for 2020 is full of events and the classes. So, what's happening in January to start off the new year?
4: Well, the biggest thing we're celebrating this year is our 25th anniversary. Uh-huh. Creative 360 was started by Linda Z. Smith and Cynthia Keefe 25 years ago and we're going stronger than ever at this point. So we'll have events starting in January all through the year Mm -hmm. that have to do with that. Um, We have a new exhibit coming up in January. It opens January 10th. It's called iPhoneography, which is a photography exhibit, but it's photography taken with iPhones, Ah. with your smart Mm -hmm. camera. Um, It features artists Armin Mersman, Steve Parkhurst, and Julie Close. Rusty Moe will also start the year with one of his Conversations That Matter, interviewing these three artists. Mm-hmm. So that will be interesting. Our first old-time radio show program of the year happens in January, and that's going to be Sam Spade episodes, Bloody Mo- Blood Money Caper and the Maltese Falcon. We'll have a Villain Party Cabaret on the last day of January, and that features songs from the villains of Disney movies. We often celebrate oh. the princess songs mm-hmm. and the happy songs. These are going to be the others. And then our con- come in from the cold concert and chili series starts in January with Ike Bear and the Blues Guys, and that's wonderful music, and chili provided by the Creative 360 staff. Um, We have an evening with Edgar Allan Poe, January 18th, featuring Matthew Hutchison as Poe, and Arlo Turpin reprises her role as Poe's wife. Our annual Yes We Can program kicks off in February this year, and that's when we celebrate the uh, work of people who are 80 and above and still very active in the community.
1: That would be uh, not just artists, but artists, scientists, scholars, uh, community, Community leaders as mm-hmm. well, yes. Now that's quite exactly. a lineup of events, but Creative 360 also has classes that are starting in January. Tell us about some of those.
4: Yeah, and these events are just a snippet of what we have going on. Um, and the same will be for the classes. But one thing we're really excited about is we have a dance company again. The Elite 360 Dance Company caters to people who want to learn to dance from three years old through adults. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is really going strong. There's an open house January 4th to learn more about it. But if you miss that, there's information on our website and um, uh, and on Facebook.
1: So, so the, can learn the dance about company, that. and that's uh, ballet or jazz or various fa- various uh, styles.
4: It's various styles: ballet, jazz, um, uh, and everything in between. Hip hop as well. So. Just a a lot of fun and a competition team. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Now, you have another uh, new uh, class also that you teach yourself.
4: Yes, um, I'm very excited to be offering the Personal Effectiveness and Self-Management series. That starts in January with goal setting and works its way through the months with a different segment each month, focused on achieving those New Year's resolutions you set for yourself early in the year. We all uh, set some new goal for the year, and this year I want to help people achieve those things that they set out to do. And then also in our wellness series, we have a variety of yoga classes from restorative yoga, chair yoga, hatha yoga, gentle, and then the mommy and me program Mm -hmm. as well. And our Express Your Art Shop classes are a very important part of our programming. And they are designed for people with disabilities, not limited to them, but designed for them. Mm -hmm. They start January 6th.
1: What's the best way for someone to learn more about any of the events and classes here at Creative 360?
4: Well, we have a print schedule that was actually in the Midland Daily News Saturday mm-hmm. and you can also stop by our offices at 1517 Bayless Street in Midland and pick up your own copy um, and you can find our classes online at our website at BeCreative360.org or on Facebook events.
1: And you also have a, uh, and you could call the office? Uh, to get some information there too?
4: Yes, you can always call our office at 989-837-1885 for any questions that you have about our programs.
1: Well, thank you, Deb, for that update on the winter programming at Creative 360. In our next segment, we will receive an update on the recent activities at Arnold Farms. I'm John McPeak, and this is Community Focus, presented by the Friends of MCTV. In this this third segment, our guest is Craig Vertarian, the president of the Arnold Center. Welcome to Community Focus. Uh, Nice to be here, John. Craig, the Arnold Center has been providing vocational training and human services for the greater Midland community now for over 50 years. Now you have a new program.
5: Tell us about Arnold Farms. Okay, so Arnold Farms is a kind of a niche workforce development program we've developed. Um, for our primary constituency, for people that don't know a lot about the Arnold Center, which is, you know, people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the program, the farm is a platform, it's a social enterprise, so it's self-sustaining. And what it is, it's a uh, roughly 5,000 square foot vertical indoor hydroponic farm, which means it's running on water, no soil. Mm-hmm. Um, It's quite an interesting operation, a large operation. It's got 26,000 individual plant sites, um, and it produces roughly about 1,500 pounds of produce a month, various things like uh, anywhere from herbs like basils. uh, We do three different kinds of basils to lettuces, salad mixes, things like that. Um, So this is kind of on the cutting edge of uh, controlled indoor agriculture controlled Mm -hmm. environment agriculture so essentially what we're doing with this operation is providing kind of training opportunities for people with disabilities and kind of the what we consider to possibly be the future of of farming um, sustainable farming um, right here in midland so this is an indoor uh, facility within the Arnold Center, your physical location there. When did you begin this? Um, well, Arnold Farms, we started this, the plan started, I mean, I started thinking about this several years ago, but the the real official, like, business plan and um, kind of talking to community collaborators uh, started in about uh, 2000, 2018. Um, We broke ground to to start the project, to build the project um, towards the end of that year, and we opened Mm -hmm. at the beginning uh, of this year, with all the equipment and the equipment. Uh, Basically, we're doing something that'll, this is a very, uh, it's fluid industry. There's no Mm -hmm. industry standards, so we had to basically design these systems ourselves. So that took quite a while and we're still at it. Um, But we've reached full capacity, um, within the past uh, three months, and um, now since the start, the launch of this thing officially in the beginning of 2019, the opening, um, we now have about uh, 45 customers oh. um, in the, the mid, you know, mid-Michigan, and um, we're about to have a, a larger customer, we might start testing with Meyer on um, a couple select products uh, within the next three months. So the 45 customers are actually customers of the produce itself. Your
1: customers or your participants are trained and employees, but then the produce itself goes to
5: local restaurants to... Uh, yeah, yeah. so we, we, um, we sell to a lot of basically everywhere. If you go out to eat in Midland, um, mm-hmm. we're probably at one of those places uh, from uh, Northwood, uh, their mm-hmm. cafeteria operations, uh, the Country Club, Grazi, uh, Molasses, a new restaurant on Main Street, uh, Lalonde's Market sells over mm-hmm. packaged goods, uh, wine, almost everybody. And, uh, so, yeah, we're quite proud and We're all the way into Bay City. There's many restaurants there, as well as Saginaw, Mount Pleasant. Um, So, yeah, we're pretty happy. And our, you know, yeah, I I often forget that there's customers for our produce and then there's our trainees and participants on the other end, um, which is a whole other kind of, you know, we we provide services to people with disability training opportunities.
1: Right. So, so Arnold, how does Arnold Farm fit in with your other uh, programs there, the training and so on internally?
5: Yeah, well, Arnold Farms was developed. It, like I said, as a social enterprise, as a platform for our, our training program, which is called We Grow. Mm-hmm. And we Grow, like the, the platform we've established, is a sustainable operation, um, training people with disabilities in kind of not just the indoor agriculture space, but the agriculture space in general. So at any given time, we have six trainees, six kind of internships training in this, mm-hmm. this field. Um, learning everything from seeding the plants, what to look for, uh, what to, 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 to guess, you know, in terms of environmental considerations for the plants. Um, everything you need to know to grow indoors. And then we take them outdoors at some points in the summer. We also have community gardens, which provides another platform. Um, you know, but the name of the game for us, Arnold Farms, We Grow. These are platforms to train people Mm -hmm. with disabilities. And our end goal is to get people out, hire people internally, but to get people out into community-included employment. Community inclusion is kind of what we're all about. Um, So we want to get people out working in the community as well uh, after they've went through our programs. Sure. Now,
1: you also, you supply it to restaurants and some other places around, but uh, are your Product also available to the general public. Can I, can I get some of that, and uh, and how do I do that if I can?
5: Um, yes, I mean we we have a couple ways to get it. Like I said, we we're selling to some markets here. Um, if you the markets generally, Lollands and maybe Meyerson, won't have a full selection. So if people would like to order the community, we have a website, mm-hmm. um, ArnoldFarms.org, not.com. We're a nonprofit. Um, and we actually have a portal in there you can place orders, and uh, we have a full, we have three different kinds of basil, a couple of lettuce salad mixes, and a lot of uh, microgreens, I don't know, uh, like broccoli sprouts, they're like sprouts, kind mm-hmm. of very nutritious, um, and we have seven or eight varieties of those, and you can order online, and they're available that day or the next day to come pick up.
1: Now, if someone wants to learn more information about this or to order, uh, how do they get a hold of uh, Arnold Farms? You mentioned a website. Do you have a phone? Do you have an email? Do you have uh, other ways to contact or stop by your uh,
5: location? I mean, we we uh, we welcome people. We have we've invited people. We are a community-focused organization. Um, call us up at Arnold Center's main number and. We even offer tours occasionally, we can let people know. If they're curious about coming in and seeing this, it's a pretty interesting operation, maybe something people haven't seen before. Um, The best way to contact us is through our website, and that'll have all the information in terms of contact phones, and uh, our email contacts for d- different things, if they want to order, um, if they want to get in touch about tours or maybe having a community group or a school come in and tour. Mm-hmm. Um, we are building out uh, a, something called a living classroom right now, which is going to be in the center of our farm, um, which we invite people to come in and, and check out and, uh, you know, explore what we do.
1: Okay. thank you for joining us on Community Focus to bring us the Arnold Farm story. In our final segment today, we will hear about the changes planned for the Midland Daily News. For this final segment of Community Focus presented by the Friends of MCTV, we welcome Kate Hessling, the editor of the Midland Daily News. Kate, the Midland Daily News planning to make some journalistic changes. What can you tell us about those?
6: you're gonna see more locally driven content Um, we're gonna continue to cover the greater Midland area but our focus is on local with the goal of one day being 100 percent local we've already kind of rolled this out in small changes Mm -hmm. that some readers may have noticed Um, for example we have an expanded events listing that publishes every day in our print edition we have a listing of road closures that we're making into a daily Mm -hmm. feature and we've just launched a Michigan Legislature Roll Call Report to feature how our local senators and representatives have voted in Lansing the prior week. Um, That is um, a service that we're working through with the Mackinac Center. It Mm -hmm. actually works with newspapers all over the state um, on this feature, and we're really excited to have it here in Midland as well. Um, Lastly, we've also um, launched a community connections initiative on our editorial page. And again, the idea is to make that more local goalie driven.
1: What's the general philosophy for the changes? What for adding something, subtracting something? Is is it a Hearst philosophy, or is it a local Midland philosophy? This
6: is a Midland-driven initiative. We um, are embracing a new brand called Community Matters. Mm-hmm. Um, our content is going to highlight local um, community events and activities, um, uh, focusing on aesthetics, services, and belonging, and and that's going to be in addition to a focus on local business. Um, Our philosophy is that local businesses are the drivers of the local economy. A dollar spent here Is much more valuable than a dollar spent at a big box store that's going to be sent out of state. Mm -hmm. So we're really making a commitment to focus on our small businesses here in the um, local area. It's also something that our other properties in Hearst, Michigan, and as well as Illinois, um, are focusing on. But for Midland, we are one-of-a-kind Community Matters um, branding, and um, part of that effort is the community. Connections that we launched um, this fall, and that's to give organizations a platform to speak directly to readers about how they're positively impacting the community and the role that their organization plays here. Um, we've received overwhelmingly positive response from readers on this. Um, they they're telling us that they like this local content. They don't care what people from the New York Times are writing about or other you know Beltway. Talk- Mm -hmm. talking heads. They want to to read about what's happening locally, and that's our focus.
1: So readers um, get their state, national, international news typically off the internet or, or a source like that, but right. the local news, uh, who's going to gather that, where they're going to get that, and that's where you see the Midland Daily News placing yourself as the, the uh, provider of local content.
6: Absolutely. One of the things readers say the most is that they don't want to read about Washington. They see that 24-7 mm-hmm. on cable broadcast networks, so they don't need they don't need to read about it a day later in their local community paper.
1: Now how does this shift going to happen with the, the news is that you started to implement some is it going to be complete uh, by the first of the year
6: um, we're, we're we're working in stages we've um, created a position of so called community liaison mm-hmm. and that's filled by Joy Buchanan and she's managing um, our community connections working with all of our nonprofits um, business organizations of which we uh, have a list of over 300 just in Midland alone, um, trying to localize that page and give our groups a platform that they can speak directly to readers and readers can hear directly from their lips. Um, And then we've adopted those other features I mentioned, the weekly roll call, Mm -hmm. the road closures, um, and the expanded events listing. Um, These are things we didn't roll out at once that we're adding at a time, but we do have some other things planned for two, Launch, excuse me, to launch um, for at the, right at the beginning of the new year. Um, and those are some things that um, are going to take us to that community matters and focus on our businesses.
3: So
1: you're phasing some in. Uh, in- Tell us about, uh, it, it started, it's been mm-hmm. building and building, uh, carry right. on with the story. Wow. Right. I,
6: I feel like it's been a pretty fast and furious transition since I became the editor in uh, July. Um, the Daily News staff is, is just an excellent staff. They're doing amazing work, and they are working as hard as they can to be, to make The daily news one of the best community newspapers in the state and so we've been trying to implement things um in a steady fashion but what i'm really excited about for 2020 is our community matters um and our focus on local um because uh, a lot of times you know you hear about small business saturday right after Mm -hmm. thanksgiving and then WE DON'T REALLY TALK ABOUT SHOPPING LOCAL UNLESS IT'S THE HOLIDAY SEASON, BUT WHAT YOU'RE GOING TO BE SEEING IN THE MIDLAND DAILY NEWS IS DAILY CONTENT AND and CONTINUING EDUCATION ABOUT WHY IT'S IMPORTANT TO show, SHOP LOCAL, AND, um, and we're, our, PART OF THAT IS GOING TO BE WEEKLY BUSINESS SPOTLIGHTS. YOU'RE GOING TO LEARN MORE ABOUT THE PEOPLE WHO who have small businesses here, and the small businesses that they work with, so their business is a a success. Um, We're gonna roll out another weekly feature that's gonna be a Meet Your Neighbor, and that's just for community members to learn more about their fellow community members, which is all part of the concept of belonging, which I know is an important concept to this community and to our elected officials. Um, We also hope to make a positive local impact In 2020, we've announced a partnership with Shelter House of Midland and Gladwin counties, and we have launched a continuing education campaign about this crucial organization. Um, And that's something that's going to be running um, on a weekly basis through April, Mm -hmm. which is when Shelter House is going to get the keys to its uh, new facility. And the goal is we're hoping that this series, as well as a community meeting that we're hosting later this spring with Shelter House, we're hoping that all of this will help the organization bridge its fundraising goal. So when it takes the keys to its new facility, it's not going to have a mortgage to pay on top of it. Um, Another um, community event that we're planning for early this year is um, we are going to co-host a community conversation with WCMU. Um, We're bringing in a Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist, Wes Lowry, and the community conversation is going to be about news literacy, which is a huge topic, Mm -hmm. and and we think it's going to be a fantastic event.
1: Well, Kate, thank you for joining us, bringing us up to speed on the changes that are going on and will continue to go on at the Midland Daily News.
6: Thank you, thanks for having me.
1: We're glad that you joined us for the January installment of Community Focus. We've learned about some useful, informative, and educational activities that we can all look forward to in Midland in the coming weeks. The Community Focus program is one of the activities of the Friends of MCTV, activities that continually support and promote our local cable access television station. If you'd like to join the Friends of MCTV or learn more about our organization, you can like us on Facebook, email us at friendsofmctv at gmail.com, or call or visit the MCTV studio in the Grace Adal Memorial Library. And remember, if your club or nonprofit organization would like to join us at this table in the months to come, you can find our application online at MCTV's section of the city website, or you can visit MCTV in person to submit an application. We'd love to see you, on Community Focus.